Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Hello, hello. Hi, hi. Hey, are you ready? I am ready. So, it, just uh, exactly tell me, in, you're in Canada, like Toronto side? Yeah, I'm in the greater Toronto area, so right around Brampton. Oh, okay. Because I, I looked up where you were kind of, and they're like, oh, okay, we're in the same time zone, so it's kind of... It should be easy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Oh, okay, good." <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Should we get this get this party started? All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for another episode of the Chef's Meal. Today, we have a, a special guest, uh, Miss Carla Bonnell. Carla Bonnell. Bonnell. Is that how you pronounce your name? I'm sorry if I'm messing up. You got her. Yeah. Okay. Bonnell. HGB Radio Canada. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm assuming uh you have a um, a radio show a radio podcast a radio something round one fight yeah it's actually a radio station that's um being fully developed into a, um a, a, like a network of uh probably we're going to be having like um internet tv and all this coming down the pipe um probably be by next year because oh, wow. you know yeah so we're partnering with uh other um people that are into communications other people that are into doing uh promotions for music and mm-hmm. uh, we do every, we do a little bit of everything yeah and uh, right now we're um we just have hgb canada we're going to be expanding into two radio stations, probably by fall. So we'll have a country station, and then we'll have our alternative rock station, which you. will take in like every other genre, basically. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. I I had no idea. I thought because you know you just had like a the little banner there for for the radio. I was like, oh okay, maybe she works at a radio station or something like that. That's really cool. Thank you. That is really cool. So, would you would you mind just mentioning a little bit of your stuff, even though you already mentioned almost all of it? Why did you start a <laughs> podcast, and why the radio? Okay, well, that's I certainly could fill you in on that. Um, I'm a musician myself. I'm an indie artist, and um, I've I've had some uh, quite a bit of success in my own career. Mm-hmm. And I found that there was um, I'm originally I'm originally from New Brunswick. Uh, little city called Fredericton. Oh, I was about um, to say, in Jersey, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? When you Google something, it, you know, it usually comes up Jersey. So yeah. <laughs> I have to put New Brunswick, Canada. So <laughs> different. <laughs> but it's on the east coast of Canada. It's a small bilingual province. Okay. both French and English. And um, it was just difficult for artists to get on, like, any kind of radio. Not that they couldn't, um, but what was happening, I found, was that, um, like your traditional community radio and whatnot, they they would have a rotation. Yeah. They would also have special shows where they would highlight artists. But the thing about music that works is familiarity. Yeah. So if you don't hear a song all the time, you forget. It's got just it, our human it. nature. We just don't remember. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, um, I think I will try this. I've don't have any radio experience but uh i ended up working with a a couple of other stations for a while Mm -hmm. and then my vision grew and i opened up uh hidden gems broadcasting is what it was originally called gotcha hgb yeah hgb so 
we were pretty localized at the time, it's Atlantic Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that the station was, it was going through some growing pains, DJs coming, DJs going, sure. um, just trying to get out there. I mean, the cost of doing it was uh, astronomical for me at the time. Got it. Um, but then when I moved and I had my first radio show was Carlos Country Mile. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a, really about country music. It was about the journey. You yeah, know yeah, how yeah. that saying goes, right? You know, I walked a country mile, like yeah. the long way around, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, people were getting the wrong idea with it. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to rebrand everything. So I took a little time off. The station was still going, but I didn't do a whole lot publicly for a while. Got I it. ended up moving to Brampton, Ontario mm-hmm. um, to do other stuff that uh, was on the burner. And I was able to rebrand the station as HGB Canada. Mm-hmm. And I changed my show from Carlos Country Mile to Carlos Coffee House. Since uh... that time, I've been having a, I've been having a really good time because um, I was able to hook up with some uh, really established uh, publicity companies here in Canada. Yeah. Out of the Toronto area. And they send me established artists so um just recently um i had an interview with miles goodwin of april line they're a epic band here in canada everybody Mm. knows their name um molly johnson barney bentall these are big canadian name acts and i was fortunate enough that those acts um said yeah sure we will you know, go ahead and, and interview with you. Wow. So that's what really happened with it. And I still concentrate on indie acts and um, do the interviews, showcase the music. Sometimes um, I got a, I got somebody coming up. I won't tell you who yet, but mm-hmm. somebody coming up from New York uh, this summer. And they're going to come to my studio, which is in-house. Like, it's just a house. Mm-hmm. And they're going to uh, come right to the studio and do an interview. So this pretty exciting for me to have somebody coming up from New York and they want to. I said, there's no pay in this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they said, we just want the adventure. We're rock and rollers. I said, yeah. oh, right, it is <laughs> all about the journey. Hey, I mean, it, it tickles my fancy because uh, one, I didn't know that you actually own a radio show, nor do you do anything of it, you know, that pertains to it. Uh, because we're I'm actually part of a band also and we're trying to reach out to all the radio stations as well. And it's, to, to your point earlier, it is a little hard when they don't know you and you're trying to kind of branch out and, you know, do all the motions, but it, it gets it gets pretty tedious and a little disheartening when people don't get back to you, you know, at least quickly enough or at least something to say, oh, we received it, etc. If, if you can at least say that you got it and decline, that's fine. But if you got it and then we're just kind of waiting, that's it's a little yeah. harsh. It's a little harsh. It is harsh. And that's what I try to do um, as quickly as possible is to let artists know um, or podcasters or whoever else wants to, to join up. I try to let them know right away if I can take them or if I can't. And um, luckily enough, like we get a lot of like heavy metal that comes in and mm-hmm. that doesn't fit my format. But gotcha. I do have other stations that I will cut, like I will forward it to. Uh, CC copy the uh, person that sent it and let them know that this station may be interested. It doesn't fit our format. Mm-hmm. It's good music, but it just doesn't fit. Gotcha. And I'll send them off to uh, some sister stations that might, you know, um, be able to carry. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I totally get your frustration with it. And that's why I started HDB Canada. Hey, that is that is a blessing altogether because we I'm trying to <laughs> and that's a that's a big undertaking. My band and myself, we are all trying to bring back the old school of rock, you know? The, the oh, classic, yeah. the classic ACDC, the good old Led Zeppelins, and then you splash yeah. a little Hendrix right on top of it. And then all of uh, all of, all in the same kind of genre, we we like to do the Foo Fighters and Black Keys on top of it. So it's it's um it's a big road ahead, but you know a little little steps here and there kind of helps it out. So you got your own band too? Yeah, I got my own band. That's uh that's my actually second thing. I I kind of didn't want to talk about. It. I kind of want to talk about you, but now that you were talking about <laughs> music, I can't help myself. <laughs> music is amazing. Um, I know. Picking too. I'm gonna, hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. We actually have a we we just launched our new EP last year, and we are um, we are actually on the radio waves right now, uh, pretty much everywhere. But obviously, the more the better, and we're still trying to branch out. But we are actually looking more into the TV side. Like we've we've signed some licenses, so we're just kind of waiting on a return on the ASCAP or the BMI or whatever the pro is. To see which stations you know do play us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a hard it's a hard road for indie artists because there's there's so much we can do, mm-hmm. but the problem is the knowledge on how to get there. Yeah, I and, have no idea. Like, like there's we have no clue. I, I mean, I have no clue. So I I'm just kind of throwing stuff at the wall. Hopefully, we get some kind of return. You know. Absolutely, and that's that's part of what. Uh, HDB Canada is moving towards um, that when I said network before earlier that's what we're doing we're networking with um, like here in Canada um, we've got networks with I've got networks with SoCan mm-hmm. um, some indie labels and things like this so we're branching out so that um, basically in time um, for my services there will be you know a cost to it because mm-hmm. we can't do, do it full time Free. Of course, and it's, it's starting to take full time right now. And um, I come home from my day job. Basically, I I jump on doing the radio stuff, and mm. I have my own music career. Yeah. So something's got to give at some point because the station is taking off and and becoming quite uh, a force that mm-hmm. I wasn't really expecting. But that's what we want to do for people is we want to be able to tell them this is the avenue that you can go yeah. because we know that the industry, there's there's people in the industry that don't want to tell you anything. Yeah. They well, want to keep you back because it, it it's it's like rare resources, right? So they get, get to keep it all. Yeah, yeah. And, or they're just kind of, uh, what's that word I'm trying to say? Um, greedy. Living. Greedy, right? On the, the amount that they can share so they can charge you more, et cetera, et cetera. We've, we've been down that road too and it's... It's not a fun one. No, it's not. And it's and I, that's why I'm like I pay for the station mm-hmm. out of my pocket. I don't charge for people to go on radio. I don't charge for to look at their music. Mm-hmm. I know some people have an administrative thing going on. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I listen if I if if it's fits the genre, I let the people speak, you know? Yeah. It, our top 40 chart, we was a tw- top 20 and I moved it into a top 40 format. But it's mixed indie and i don't do nothing except put it on the air got it it's the listeners if they like your music you'll be on the top 40 Mm. if not keep 
just let it roll for a while. Eventually, somebody will hear it, and it'll move up into the top 40. Gotcha. And we've had artists that have not been on for, like, with their with the same song mm-hmm. for maybe two or three months. And we had one artist here from Northern Ontario. He's been on the station with the same song for two years. It's a great track. Mm-hmm. I haven't moved it. And he finally hit number one. Oh, wow. You know, after you two go. years. It, it, he was not even on the charts and then just suddenly people heard it and yeah. that's the trick that's the trick with all this stuff is you got to keep the familiarity going so people have to hear your track over and over and over again mm-hmm. then it becomes part of their daily life that's an interesting concept because i wouldn't even think about you know that kind of perspective because one yeah you there is there, there's there's a there's definitely like a like a feedback kind of thing right you you see what the listeners are hearing you kind of monitor it. You say yes, and then there's the the prospect of always being played. But how to go about that to get onto that kind of format is a little it's a little hard, at least for the it for the smaller hard. brands, you know. And a lot of radio stations do that. Um, I'm not sure exactly how they do it in the states, but I do know in Canada, um, a lot of the radio stations, community radio stations, which we rely on, college mm-hmm. radio, community. Um, you know, you're in their rotation and then you're out within two weeks Yeah, because new music has come in. So the chance to get people familiar with you really decreases. And it's not the station's fault. They only have so much they can do and, you know, everybody's coming in. It's all good music, right? So to be fair and to be community-oriented, they're going to take their locals first, Mm. right? And it's a... And that's why it's important to um, capitalize on every skill and talent that we have that has been put out there. Like, you know, the anchor podcast of what you're doing is extremely important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all the other things that are out there. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to network them all in one place so people can actually do something. Yeah. I mean, that's what we are. That's what we're trying to do pretty much. Right. Network. And all that, but I do want to pick your bone because you did say you're in a band. Yes. So, what kind of band are you in? What kind of sound are you trying to go for? Well, I think the sound that I'm trying to eventually get towards is more like an outlaw country sound. Because in my day, in the early days, we used to call it country rock. Okay. And that that was the genre that I seemed to fit into best, and I seemed to do well in. Are we talking so, about um, like Eagles, country rock, or like? Um. Yeah, it would. I don't know how it's so hard. Like for covers, um, basically, you know, a lot of like oldies. Um, like we do, like John Mellencamp. Okay, John Mellencamp. All right. Yeah, something with a little stronger of a beat, um, but nothing too thrashy. Mm. And <laughs> country is like, I did do that, but I. It's too hard on my voice. I can't handle it. <laughs> I, I've done ACDC, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> it's a little rough. But, uh, yeah, no, and, and some country. And the country is more like outlaw country that, that I seem to pull towards. And that was what was listened to the most when I was doing covers full time. Mm-hmm. So my personal style is, is somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere between the outlaw country sound mm-hmm. and uh, um, old rock. It's somewhere in between there. Oh, that's 
that's almost the same genre as we are. <laughs> we're really? Just, it, it, we're I just trying to bring back, you know, the old good stuff because the current stuff on the radio is trash. I hate saying that word, but it is true. Like, if you listen to any of the songs now, it's all been processed with the same processor, the same kind of producer, etc., etc., etc. There is no more that old, oh, it's like when back then, when ACDC came on, you know it's ACDC. Right? Yeah. The the crazy simple backbeat, soaring guitars, crazy rhythm. That's ACDC. Right? And then when you hear a Zeppelin song, it's all about the guitar work and all this groovy kind of things. And then the lead singer is pretty phenomenal all together. So th- there's a definite kind of thing. But now you can literally be just like, oh, yeah, that's that's that person. Or you like another another rap artist that sounds the same as the other one prior to that, et cetera, et cetera. I totally agree with you. And I think people are hungry for like sound. Yeah. Not just repetition, you know, and I know myself, I'm probably older generation now, but I like the new music um, that's coming out in rock and country. Mm -hmm. Um, Alternatively, not on the mainstream. Not on the mainstream. Correct. I don't listen to mainstream at all. It, It sucks. It's horrible. It does. It does. And, but you notice what mainstream does is, and they pay big money to have it done is those artists are on repeat all the time. That's why um, people get sex with the same damn guy all the time. But guess what? Whether you love it or hate it, you're going to remember that song. Got it. I see what you're trying to do. Okay. I right. completely yeah, makes sense now. Promotional tool. So that's what I'm trying to do here with HGB is, is put that same into people. Um, like hear it over and over again. Do this. And I stay away from, like I said, dance and hip hop and mm-hmm. metal because I agree with you um, in my head. And I, I know there's other people that enjoy it. And that's great because there's variety in the world and we need it. Correct. But for what I'm doing and for the artists that I'm representing, it's 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 uh, there's a sound that i'm looking for there is a format that i'm looking for mm. because i do know from being out there and playing in the world that certain things are going real well and certain things go well for a while and burn out yeah and i want artists that come to me to be able to have the staying power got to it be able to do this for a living you may not be rich or famous but you can make a living mm-hmm. but it's just you know you got to go at it a certain way and you got to be able to be willing um, not to be looking for that big drop. Like everybody still is looking for something that doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah, No yeah. record label is going to come and make you a movie, you know, a big star. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no payback for them anymore because music doesn't sell the same way anymore. Yeah. It's, you know, it's all streamed and, and formatted that way now. It's it's no more it's no more going out to shows paying that, you know, 5 bucks. To find that new band sound from back then, now it's you can just stream it pretty much. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, streaming's not paying artists, indie artists at all. Mm-mm. I mean, Adele was one of the few that you know was an indie and, and made it big, but you know there was probably a lot of promotional money that was behind her too. She just wasn't on a signed label for it to be called non-indie. Mm-hmm. And that's what people don't realize. It takes a lot of money to promote to get people's attention with you yeah it doesn't matter if you've got talent there's a lot of talented people sitting at home right now mm-hmm. 
it's it's money that pushes it because you have to break through the barriers get people to hear you and hear you all the time yeah and that's that's the problem there's not the money but there is going to be networks and i see it rising up with what you're doing what what i'm doing there's other pockets all throughout north america that i'm aware of that are trying to do a similar thing and eventually that will merge together it's just a matter of time yeah where all these components will merge together and we're we're seeing this is my prediction Mm -hmm. we are seeing a new industry taking form there's going to be the old industry it'll always be there because it's a dinosaur and it will survive (laughs) but there is a new economy that's coming um to music and to visual arts too like for example like um where I'm from on the east coast of Canada it's very competitive because everybody and their dog plays an instrument and yes the dogs <laughs> play the instruments <laughs> okay so it's highly competitive and it you can get gigs I like I was always busy when I was living down there last two or three years mm-hmm. but you're not going to get paid well um, the best pay I ever got was I had to hire a band and I came home with 200 in my pocket oh wow so that was the best and it's just the way it is because there's so many artists out there. However, what I found, what was I, where was I going with that? Because I just totally got onto another subject in my head. <laughs> 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 oh, there was something to that. What it's okay. You got paid. That was the best pay. I'm trying okay, to recap was, what you said. Yeah. And it was something about, oh, right. It was the hook. And I said, and I was, I've been watching people for a while doing their shows. Mm-hmm. And what I plan to do is put my own shows on and not go out and try to get a venue to hire me. You can do better by putting on your own shows. Yeah. And I said, well, what can I do? I said, that's different because everybody's starting to go that direction that's in my genre, putting on their own shows. And I'm like, I got to have a hook because even your shows have to have a hook, not mm-hmm. just your songs. And, one day I was watching uh, watching something and I went, hey, I know. I said, I am going, my next show, I said, I am going to get a non-musical guest. And I said, well, I don't know what it, they're going to do, but I'm going to get a non-musical guest. So <laughs> this show I up in uh, the 27th of April at the Hollywood Star Room in Clark's Corner, New Brunswick. It's a gorgeous venue. Mm. I asked a buddy of mine that sells... Um, just, I can't even say the word joy noise or something like that. Their makeup. Okay. I, asked her, I said, can you come? I said to my show, I said, and do makeovers for the women that show up. Oh. And she said, yes. So like people are all excited about this because it's kind of like a girl's night out pajama party thing <laughs> with music <laughs> and makeup. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea, actually. Damn. <laughs> So this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to incorporate something unusual into the shows because people, you know, they're going, oh, yeah, well, she's playing another show and she's getting this guy over here to open for to try to bring in people. So I said, I need I need to do something different. So that's Mm. kind of where we're going with it this weekend. And I hope people still come out because roads are closing in New Brunswick from floods. And and it's like, oh, my God, it's going to be a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty awesome that you're doing that. That is definitely different than all the other shows that we have here in Jersey. And I think I think that's what we have to do as artists. We have to get creative and, and bring 
Because I don't know about what you're doing in Jersey, but do you find that a lot of the shows that you go to or that people come to your shows, they're mostly other musicians? Yeah, it, it's pretty, it, yeah, 100%. Pretty much yeah. either nine, like, you know, nine, out, nine times out of ten, other musicians that are checking out the venue, checking out the space, that you're there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. But not actual... I mean, we have fans, but maybe only a handful, but no new faces to actually listen to the music that are actually there. Exactly. And that that's the big problem. Was like I had this person say to me, like, um, you know, uh, what kind of crowd can you bring? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, really? How would you know today? Because it dep- like, depends on the wind. Yeah. You know, people, people can sit home and sit on their computers and watch good music for free on Facebook or Twitter or wherever they're watching. Mm-hmm. Or they can actually get up and go out to a live show. Well, in Canada, live shows kind of are having a, tr- a lot of trouble because, you know, the, the drinking and driving laws are so freaking strict here now that if you even sniff a beer cap, you know, you could be in trouble. Oh, wow. So unless you're on in, in an area where you can go on foot quite a bit, and Canada's huge, and the really the population's all sitting in Toronto, uh-huh. but most of Canada is a rural population, so people don't want to go out there home after work. They, they got their weekend. They want to hang out at home and have their beer or whatever in the evening. They don't want to drive. Ah, uh, I you follow. Know? So it's, 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 it's made it difficult for venues to, to there's venues just shut down left and right up here oh wow yeah and that's that's one of the things and now that weed is legal in canada um the even funner that, it's know, an even funner yeah. one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gotten stricter i we were talking about that the other day and we said wow since weed has become legal it's actually um more restrictive for those folks that like their weed than it was before it became legal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't discount the government. They're smart. They're getting the tax money out of it. But yeah. they're looking socially responsible. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to promote. They really do. Okay, so while we're in the still topic, I, I, I want to get this. I want to get you in the back and forth, okay? Let's okay. do... This is going to be super hard for me too, but... Name me top five bands all time. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna Let's go there. Go. We're going there. Yeah. Cause that's 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 hard. It is hard. But I would say top one for me. Okay. It's Leonard Skinner. Ooh. They have a sound that just doesn't die. It really doesn't. It's so classic. Everybody knows it, it too. Is. Yeah, they're not they're not overproduced. They're not underproduced. They're just right. Mm. <laughs> So I'd say they'd have to be the top one in my book. Okay. Um, and this is bands, right? Bands, or it can be it can be artists. Okay, artists too. I would say. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, for me, Steve Earle. Okay. Um, I think he's number two because I don't get sick of listening to him. any band that I can go back and listen to and still get my jollies off of. They're top in my club. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you think you like a band and you go back and listen to them going, no, I do. I yeah, I do, yeah. I'm not really doing it. <laughs> so I would say them, uh, Steve and his band, the Dukes. Okay. Um, third would be my go-to. I really like um, some of the 
like the really super old bands. Okay. Um, Led Zeppelin has got to be probably one for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I come and go with Led Zeppelin. It depends on mood, so I wouldn't put them on my top, my personal top five. Mm-hmm. But I think other people. Okay, number three, I got it. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. All right. Totally love them. And I always, I always vote for them when they do the little thing. Beatles or Stones? I vote Stones. I love the Beatles, but mm-hmm. no, I like the Stones better. Absolutely. And power. And number four would be, uh, let's see here. If I had a list to pick from there. <laughs> <laughs> My band? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I mean that's okay. Put them in there. <laughs> I, my band hasn't been steady enough. It's just mostly been me, and uh, then I hire people. Um, I would say number four would be I gotta say April Wine in Canada because they they they're, they've just had their 50 year anniversary. Okay. And their music is uh, has the staying power as well. They're very funky. And number five, who is gonna come in at number five? Let's see. I will pick, and I'll hate myself afterwards because I'm going to say, I forgot so-and-so. Um, let's go with bands. Or artists. It's, I'm going to, okay, I want to go with Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings, okay. Yeah. Because people still follow him. Mm. And he was unusual, and he broke the mold. Wow. That's a, that's a diverse top five. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, that's why I have a hard time genreizing myself. Yeah, wide taste in music. I'm with you. I I pretty much revolve around just specific people and bands. So my my top five would would definitely look like number one, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh wow! Freaking love them. Love, 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 love them. Grew up with them. I still have the cassettes. Or rather, it's somewhere I can't find it. But I had the cassettes from way back then, okay? And there's something about that disco flavor that they gave. And they were like a 14-piece band. They were huge. Yeah, they were. They were so groovy. I actually saw them in concert at Madison Square Garden D, maybe like three years ago. Still going strong. Only three members alive now. Um, Two of them have sons that are in the band. And they still sound phenomenal. Like just, if if I can be a band, I want to be them, because just for the pure joy that they give. Number two, and this kind of oh, this gets this gets a little rough because it's it's one or the same. So Nirvana, Foo Fighters. So those those are, it's like I want to say Foo Fighters number two first, but I really dig Nirvana. So. It, it's a hard concept for me because I, I look up to Dave, to Dave Grohl pretty much um, quite genuinely because the man is amazing. He plays every instrument, and I would like to be him also <laughs> when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, and I'm kind of going to go to the artist side, uh, Phil Collins. Oh, wow. Yeah, Phil Collins for the sole purpose because the man is amazing. He, he did the soundtrack to Tarzan like him all entirety that's him playing that's him singing just if you can fathom the amount of stuff he put into there just as a solo person is astounding I, I, I wish I had like a quarter of the talent 
that that man possessed. But it's just it's just amazing that what he can do. Uh, number four, definitely Stevie um, Stevie Wonder, because he can sing so well. And I wish I played piano to start with and not guitar. <laughs> he was incredible too, eh? Oh my goodness! It, it's a uh, if I oh man, we do we do a cover of um, superstitions, and we do the Stevie Ray Vaughan version of it only because it's kind of in my key. I can't reach Stevie Wonder key because stupid tenor can't do that, but. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we rock it out ever so slightly and then you know we, we do a different version of Stevie's uh, lead in but just to compose and to see the notes that he can sing and how he pictures it really as, uh, inspires me as a as a songwriter and as a band you know and then number five and this can be pretty much anything else but to to kind of put a kind of put a pin on it Johnny Cash oh yeah love Cash love 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 the the full song Prism um, album I have it on vinyl still and, and whenever we're in the studio I'm always gravitated towards it to kind of just play it because it makes me happy like it does and the way he sings the way his lyrics kind of hit you it's really it's really something else and that live performance if I if I could go to a venue back then, probably that one in Woodstock, you know, just to see them do their thing in their own, at their peak, I would really love to kind of see that. I bet it was amazing. Yeah. So don't, at least that's my top five. There's there's a whole slew of other people, but to the people that I look up to a lot, those are it. But like Elton John, also like short mention and like number six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yellow Brick Road, like that whole album, um, phenomenal, phenomenal. That's all I can say. So that's my top five plus one. You're people. pretty varied too, though. Yeah, only because that's how we are, right? As band people, as as folks that play music, we we like to hear everything. That way, we can kind of compare and see what others are playing and see if we can pull some techniques off of them because we want to be better than ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's that's so um, important. And it, it makes it hard, like, to... Uh, when I was doing, pulling this radio station together, I was, like, really struggling because I wanted to put on everything. Like, I even had big band music on there at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the Benny Goodmans of the day, like, the 20s stuff. I mean, I love everything. And I even, like, you know, my share of... Uh, uh, you know, certain types of hip hop, but like certain types of dance music, you know, mm. and it's like, I had to freaking narrow it down and it nearly killed me. I was like, no, I don't want to take that off, but I had to. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a genre on its own. So that's, that's a, that's a unique voice altogether. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we can keep on going on, but I don't want to keep you any longer. So if you don't mind, can you share with our listeners where they can find you, how to listen to your radio station, where to your band, etc.? Sure. Um, you can get my music page at Carla Bonnell, B-O-N-N-E-L-L, I double up everything, dot mm-hmm. com. <laughs> and that, uh, that is my web page, so that's kind of easy to remember. 
everything else is pretty much under Carla Bennell on Facebook. Now the H and Twitter. I'm, I think I'm on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up with all of it. That's a lot. And I know. As far as the, yeah, there's a lot. And as far as the radio station goes, um, you can look up HGB Canada on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and go to the, if you want to hear the Carlos Coffee House interviews that I do, um, you can always go to hgbroadcasting.com. Mm-hmm. That's the radio page, and we usually post the last one up on um, usually the day of. That's going to be changing down the road here soon mm-hmm. because it's start a Patreon page, and uh, we're going to be delaying those going up um, just because we're going to give that as a you-hear-it-here-first type thing, the mm-hmm. recorded of the show just because it's very costly to do radio and we're looking for people to kind of step up and help a little bit with what they can afford to do yeah and uh, it's all going back into the radio station um so that we can do the things that we want so hgbroadcasting.com will take you everywhere that you need to go it'll give you all the social media that will give you all the podcasts it will give you everything that we're involved with mm-hmm there you go. It's for a greater cause, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we do. We are artists. We are people first, but you know, it's it's a tit for tat kind of mentality, but more so on the giving part because that's what we want to do. We want to give uh, more than we receive. So I'll make sure to um to to put everything of Carla's down on the list below so you can follow her, listen to her stuff, and everything. But again, thank you so much for being on the channel, Miss Carla. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure, and I hope we get to do this again someday. Oh, we're, we're going to do this because I'm going to call you again and be like, yo, have you heard this new band? Because <laughs> Right on. You know how to get a hold of me. There's going to be a lot of that. However, have you heard of Royal Blood? No, now, who are they? Oh, ho, ho. what? You're missing yeah. out. You are missing out. I'm going to link you their stuff, actually. Um, they, they came out maybe, I want to say, five years ago. My, my One of those indie artists that kind of swelled up. And uh, what kind of sound do they have? If um if you took if you took Black Keys and gave it a punk kind of thing to it, and then you took Dan Auerbach's um, voice out of there, but with a guy that can sing even better, is that is that harsh? Like I love Dan, I, I really do, but it's just. The way he the way he sings, it's a it's a sing talky kind of sing, you know, like pretty much all his songs are like that, like na na na, like gold on a ceiling, gold on a ceiling. It's not really, not really singing too much. It's just kind of singing. But anyway, I'm gonna link you to stuff. Check them out. I think you would love them. They're more on the harder rock side though. Would love it. Yeah. 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 What you got? Absolutely. All right. That's all we got, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are Chef's Meal uh, post every Thursday at 1030 in the morning. Look out for a news channel. Again, thank you to HGB Canada Radio. Make sure you check them out and Miss Carla Bunnell all together.